Welcome to the Writer's Block Party Podcast with your hosts Meredith Bond and Prue Warren, where they discuss every aspect of a writer's life, from the craft of writing and editing, through publishing and marketing, and finally into building a global publishing empire. Here is Mary and Prue. Hi, and welcome to the Writer's Block Party podcast. I'm Meredith Bond with... I'm Prue Warren. And today, Prue, guess what? We forgot (laughs) last week. Last week was episode number 10. Oh, look at us! (laughs) We are 10 episodes old. We have filled 10 episodes with my ignorance. I didn't realize there was a depth to be plumbed there. And there is. So now we're 11 episodes old. Yes, this is number 11. That's even better. Do you suppose there's going to come a time when I say, I have no more questions? I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think so. And you know what? When you run out of questions, I'll start asking some. (laughs) Uh, Get to answer them. All right. All right. Well, good for us. Congratulations to us. Yes. I congratulations toast, to us. I toast you with a with a water bottle full of nice cold water. Cheers to you, Mary. Cheers to you, Prue. I'm toasting you with my green tea. Excellent. <laughs> that's oh, that's very good for antioxidants or something. Yeah. Okay. So, so today, marketing. Marketing. I want to talk to you about my book that's coming out in January. What? 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 is the standard that people do. Then I'm going to tell you what I'm doing and get your, let me tell you what I'm doing first. Okay. I have, here's marketing. This is all I've done. I'm throwing money at the problem. Okay. I am, I'm very fortunate in that I got a legacy from my mother and I'm, I have money. I can spend money and I can throw money at a problem. And the money that I'm spending is I've hired a promotions company. They're called L Woods, which is the name of the woman in, Legally Blonde, so I'm always entertained. Um, very nice lady named Heather Roberts is helping me market my book. And I for this, I am paying her $800 a month. Wow. I have signed a four-month contract, <gasps> and she's going to run me through January. My book is published on January 12th. And she's running Facebook ads, and um, she's got me in various newsletters, and she's got me on blog lists and all kinds of things. But I don't know enough to know if I've made an error in hiring her. So can you advise me? Take let's go back to the basics of self-publishing marketing, even before you get to do you hire someone to do it for you? What do you consider is involved in marketing for your own book? Okay, first Self-publishing marketing is the same as traditional publishing marketing because nowadays, tradition unless you are a super duper big name, traditional marketing marketed traditional publishers are not going to market for you. No they, kidding, really. Even well, what's the of going traditional then? What's distribution. The, oh, they'll put you in Walmart. Yeah. They'll put you in Walmart. They'll put you in whatever Barnes and Noble bookstores are left. They'll put you in physical bookstores, airport bookstores, right? Possibly. Um, they'll put you in bookstores, even e- online bookstores that normal people can't get to. 
Okay. That sounds very exclusive, but yes. okay. That, that okay. is the only advantage of traditional marketing because they do, even when I was traditionally published, which was back in the dark ages, um, they didn't do any marketing for me. They had a marketing division that decided on the title of my book, that decided on the cover of my book, but they, they chose- did diddly squat. They chose your title? Oh my God, they chose really bad titles. And is that something that is like, does that happen now? I mean, if you went, yeah. if you had a traditional publisher now, would they choose your title? Yeah, they do. If they I'm don't like your title, they change it. And if you don't like what they change it to, you don't have to uh, go through with the contract. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. Well, that's we've, we've delved away from marketing budget, and now I'm sort of with my jaw on the desk in front of me going, why would anyone do traditional? That's terrible. Okay. All right. Well, Whether you we, traditional, we did traditional stuff. because we had no other choice in the matter. Right. And now there's a choice. Now there's a choice. So you made it. You went the strong road, I think. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, all right. Um, okay. Whether you're traditionally published or whether you're self-published, how do okay. you market your book? Okay. Number one, marketing. Your covers are your number one marketing tool. Uh Right? We say don't judge a book by a cover, but that's diddly poop. Nobody doesn't judge a book by its cover. So that is the number one way we market to people. That's how you grab people's attention. Okay. That makes perfect sense to me. The reason people say don't judge a book by a cover is because it's so instinctive to judge a book by its cover. We all judge books by their cover. So, okay, that's that's an excellent first. So the first thing you do in a marketing budget is budget enough money to get a decent cover. Excellent. Absolutely. Okay. Do not go cheap on the cover. Get a professional designer to create it for you. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, well, since since this deals with budgeting as well, I will say again that the Killian Group, which is who is doing my covers, charges um, 135 for an ebook cover plus $75 if you're doing print on demand, so you need a spine and a back cover. So it's $210 to have a really excellent cover designed for you. And I, I they're very they are the definition of professional, I think. I think they're they're huge in the romance industry. They are huge in the romance industry. They are not the be-all and end-all. I have actually had bad experience with them, which I will Ooh. not elaborate on no, in public. Don't. No, I will not elaborate in public. However, no. I'll tell you privately later. <laughs> <laughs> That's mean. That's mean to our listener. I'm sorry, I know. Listener. Sorry, listener. So tell me and I'll whisper it to you later. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I'm very glad because it led me to my my cover designer who I love with a passion. So there are so many different cover designers out there. You cannot just, you know, get one name and just go with that. You need to okay. shop around. Find somebody who you work well with, who gets you, who understands your genre, who designs things the way th- that you like. And that you believe will be eye-catching and attract readers. Mm -hmm. Attract the readers who like your kind of book. How much do you pay for your covers? I pay about the same as you, a little bit less. Okay. 
All right. So we're saying roughly $200 for a really good cover is your first item on your marketing budget. Yes. Okay, good. All right. Absolutely. I feel like that is a, that's a concrete, that's, that's the beginning of a budget, man. Well, it is. Okay. Next on your um, marketing checklist is absolutely social media, which doesn't cost a dime. Mm-hmm. It only well, costs time. Cost a, it can cost a dime, though. I mean, you can buy ads on Facebook, right? Yes, or, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, but okay. just having a presence on social media doesn't cost anything. That's true. That's true. Um, and so, okay, this is a this is this is a big issue. We're going to run out of time. Um, when you talk about having a presence on social media, I have a I have a page. I have the Prue Warren page, and it's got you know twenty followers. I even have more in my newsletter than I have on my my Facebook. And account. that's another fantastic marketing. Piece. Newsletter. newsletter, newsletter, writing down newsletter, but let's go back to social media. Okay. Um, every time I post on the Prue Warren page, um, Facebook knows that it is, uh, uh, I, I guess they know it's professional or a business or something. Cause every time I post, they say, do you want to boost this post? We'll give you $5 if you want to boost this post. And my answer is, I don't know what you're talking about. Go away. <laughs> so What's the value of boosting posts and how often should you do it? Um, boosting a, The value of boosting a post is that it will show it to more people. So I have, say, a thousand people who like my Meredith Bond page. When I just post something random, like I did this morning, I just posted um, a picture of a woman looking out a window saying being you know I just love to escape into my romance novels okay simple simple post just to explain how I was feeling this morning right um that post will be shown to approximately 10 people maybe 20 even though a thousand people have liked your page yes Okay. All right. I'm I'm sensing the plan here. So if I boost the post, they will show it to more people, people who have liked my page and I can choose the audience actually. So I can say, I want it shown to people who like my page and I want it shown to their friends. Interesting. Okay. Facebook is creepy. I mean, all social mildly creepy. I'm, I'm too old. I think it's creepy, and I think it's a factor of age. Younger people than me don't think Facebook is creepy, but I think Facebook is creepy. Um, so, and do you find that to your advantage to boost posts? I only boost posts when I have something important that I really want to make sure people see. So if I have a new release, I will boost that. If I have a cover reveal, I may boost that. Um, if I have some other big news that I want to share and I want to make sure that my followers see it, I will spend $10, $15 boosting it. But that's, that's it. You spend. Yeah. You, you, is that per day or is that total? That's total. I'll boost it for like four days at $5 a, or $3 a, pay, really? a day. Yeah. Okay. So, and you would do that I mean, if, I mean, if you did it 10 times a year, it'd be sort of surprising. So if we said 
if we gave our Facebook boosts 150 bucks, that would be generous. That would be very generous. Very, very uh, generous. Let's say $100 for Facebook boosts. Now, everybody in the world is on Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat and God knows what. I'm not, uh, but I assume there are opportunities to boost there as well. Um, well, when you boost on Facebook, you're also boosting on Instagram because Facebook owns Instagram. Dang. All right, then. Um, okay, so and, um, I, Go ahead. It, I'm, I don't think that you can boost on Twitter or Tumblr or I don't know where else you would want to to get the word out to um, Pinterest. You can actually you can boost or you can do promotions on Pinterest. I did tried that out when they first started doing that, but it didn't do anything for me. So I didn't follow it up or continue with that. Mm -hmm. um, do you ever, have you ever bought Google ads? No, I have not because I have heard from others that they don't do anything. Well, that's what I would think you would be a drop of water in an enormous ocean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So certainly for my purposes, I'm not going to invest enough to make a splash in Google. Why bother? Right. Okay, so cover 200 social media, 100 newsletter. That was one of the things that we said was a good marketing plan. Absolutely. Newsletter is very important for marketing because you are directly marketing to the people who are interested in you. You've, mm -hmm. it's, they're called a warm audience. That means that they already know you and like you. Sure, 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 sure. You're, you're preaching um, to the choir. Right. The newsletter itself costs you nothing but time and creative energy. However, um, I use an email service provider agency. Mm -hmm. I use Act Campaign, and you're going to say, how much does that cost you? And the answer is, I no longer remember. I signed up for like five accounts all at the same time, and I can't remember what anything costs because I am a spendthrift and wanton with money. How much does a, how, I mean, there's someone, there's like, um, there's somebody who's free. Isn't there an email service provider who's free? Um, a lot of email providers will allow you the first fi either 500 or 1,000 subscribers for free. And then beyond that, you have to pay. I was going to say, that's a huge problem for me with my 44 subscribers. Right. But let's assume, can you produce your newsletter at $0, really? Oh, well, you have to have a website. Do you have to have a website? You do have to have a website. You should have a website. You don't have to have a website, but you should have a website. So web hosting is another marketing cost. And uh, web hosting is one of the things that I did when I did the email service provider. One of them was $12 a month and one of them was $19 a month. And I don't remember which was which. What would you estimate as an annual budget for web hosting? Can oh, you? Is goodness. it $150? Not even now. Not even that much. I would say maybe 100 Okay. $100. Um, I'm really not a month, a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Web hosting for a year. Yeah. Right. And I know that I have Mailer Light for my newsletter hosting. Um, Mailer Light, the one, right? Yes. Um, so for they up to free option. You I'm have sorry? too many people. You, they have a free option. Mailer yes. Light has a free option, but you have too many subscribers. You can't do the free one. No, so I pay $20 a month to MailerLite for up to 5,000 subscribers, which mm -hmm. I don't have, but, you know, I, I went to. <laughs> okay, all right. So 
for a beginner, a hundred dollars for a year would be plenty for web hosting and for email service provider. Once you get established, you need to bump that up a little bit because you need a bigger uh, email service provider account. Yeah. But for a beginner like me with my 44 subscribers, I'm going to assume the answer is zero. Right. Okay. So cover social media, newsletter, website. Uh, what else is there in the world of marketing? Um, then there are newsletters that go out to people like BookBub. Um, there are many, 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 many of them. And they cost anything from nothing to $800 for a BookBub. BookBub is $800? Yes. Explain. Because I've been advised that I need to open a BookBub account and yes. I don't have one. And I haven't even looked into it. Tell me what BookBub is. And pardon my ignorance because people say it like it's, you know, hand me the ketchup, right? Like BookBub is obviously something I'm supposed to know about, but I don't know a thing about it. Oh, really, Prue? Even my father was telling me about BookBub. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Pass the ketchup. All right. Here's my ignorance. Even my flum. Thanks, Mary. Okay. Tell me about BookBub. Let's pretend I don't know anything about BookBub. Why don't Welcome you to the planet, as Prue. As if I was a child. <laughs> You're a tormentor. All right. What is it? <laughs> Okay, so for aliens who have recently landed on this planet. Thank you. <laughs> BookBub is a newsletter that gets sent to your email every day. When you sign up for BookBub to receive their email newsletter, you tell them what sort of books you're interested in. And they send you lists of books in those genres that are either free or 99 cents. And you click on them and you can either download them if they're free or buy them if they're 99 cents. From BookBub? You, you buy them from BookBub? No, it, the link from BookBub goes to Amazon or wherever you choose. Wherever but, uh, you book, owned by Amazon, BookBub is an independent thing. It is an independent thing. Um, and, and you can also I'm, follow authors, specific authors, not just um, genres, but specific authors you can follow. And so every time they have a new release, you are sent an email about their new release. Oh, that's pretty clever. And the world knows about this and I don't. So, um, well, now I do. Now you do. Uh, as a reader, I go to bookbub.com and sign up for their newsletter and it costs me nothing. Exactly. As a writer. As an author. Yeah. You go to bookbub. Uh, I forget what the website is, but it, it's another variation. Yeah, yeah partners or something like that bookbub slash partners.com bookbub.com slash partners something like that um and you sign up as an author and you tell them you put in the your books you tell them what books you have published um and it doesn't cost you anything okay okay and then you can apply for a bookbub promotional slot which is a slot in their daily newsletter. But if I am selling my book for two ninety nine, mm -hmm. BookBub won't list. Mm -mm. All they're listing is frees and ninety nine cents. Um, I think with uh, uh, box sets they may list them for higher than that. But really, if it is hard enough to get a BookBub 
promotional slot. The easiest way to do so is to offer your book for free. So is it harder to get it for 99 cents? It is harder to get it for 99 cents. Okay. So it would seem to me that the the greatest value of a book about promotional slot is if I had two or three books already. You got it. I put the first one down as free. And when someone says that was good, I want the next one, then I'm charging $2.99. You got it. 100%. You are on the ball. Okay. Okay. All right. So BookBub is something that I need to be aware of, but I don't need to do anything about it until at least the second book is published. Yes. Okay. Now, why did you say that BookBub can cost up to $800? Because if you get one of those wonderful slots, it and they charge you different things depending on whether you are offering your book for free or whether you're offering it for 99 cents. I have only gotten free BookBub promotional slots and it costs like $750 for a historical romance um, promotional ad. Uh, Well, okay. Now I have already confessed that I am a spendthrift and I have this money sitting in an account that I can just throw at the situation. However, $750. $750. And I can, books. Yes. Seems like you'd have to sell an awful lot of books later. I mean, help me. So like a good deal. The last time I had a book bub um, promotional slot, I gave away like something on the order of 50,000 copies <gasps> of no. the, yes of a hand for the Duke at that same time when people went to get to download that free copy of a hand for the Duke, which is the first in my ladies wagering list series, they, a good percentage of those 50,000 people bought book number two. Some bought book two and three because I had the three books out at that point. I earned about $1,200 on top of the 800 that I spent for the ad. So I made like $2,000. And you got that many readers who are now waiting for the next one. Yes. <gasps> Mary, and is that um, 50,000 downloads just seems like, that sounds like a lot. Is that it is, impressive? or is it normal? That that's normal for a bookbub ad. That's why they cost eight hundred freaking dollars. Oh my god! Because you oh. earn it back with the other books that you are selling. So, oh god. Okay, I'm now my my mind is a little bit blown. I mean, I'm my mind is blown at fifty thousand downloads. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I have I have fourteen pre orders on my book. Woo woo. Um, okay, so you uh, you bookbub.com slash partners. And now I am applying for a promotional slot. There's no guarantee I'm going to get it. Most likely you won't. And does anybody know why some are chosen and some are not? You need to have really good reviews, lots of them, as many as possible. And you need to have uh, the fate of the gods smiling down upon you. And it needs to be a bright, sunny day. And the person making the decision had to have really good sex that morning. I don't know. Nobody knows. (laughs) Okay. All right. How often can you apply? You can apply every single day if you want. Uh, We can wear them down. Okay. But 
there's no value at this point in putting um, BookBub newsletter ads in my theoretical budget because I only have one book and I'm not going to release it for free until there's something else that someone can buy. Exactly. So there are many, many other newsletters that you can submit your book to. Um, They can cost anywhere from, as I said, free to a couple hundred dollars, say. Um, Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking if you did um, review newsletters, Mm -hmm. what is a reasonable number if you said I will, I will put a uh, hundred dollars into newsletter postings or three hundred dollars for a book. What would you do um, if you were us and you did not have a huge readership? Right. So there are two things to consider. First, consider how much you want to spend, which is where we began this whole discussion with mm-hmm. your budget. Some people only want to spend like 10% of their earnings, their monthly earnings. Some people are willing to spend up to 25% of their monthly earnings. Some others are one to just, they have just a number. I will spend $100 a month. I will spend $300 a month. If they're a bigger name author or they're wealthier or more confident or whatever, I will spend $1,000 a month. Whatever it is, you should have a number in mind. You should also have a goal in mind. What is it that you're trying to do? Are you trying to establish your platform? Are you trying to establish your name? Yes. Are you trying to sell books? Yes. 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 So far, these questions are very easy. (laughs) (laughs) But with different types of ads, you will do different things. Okay. Well, although the third person in our conversation, you, me, and our listener, Mm -hmm. they can't can't or won't are refusing to speak up and say what their goal is. But how about if you help me to establish my goal? What do I want? I, like I said, I have a screw it spend some money on the situation budget, which is nice. Um, you are in a very advantageous place because you so have that. do I want to sell more books? Do I want to establish my brand? Help me to decide what my goal is. So then I can decide what, how I want to spend money. Right. I think you want to establish your brand and your, your platform. Because you're just starting out. Mm-hmm. And even, I mean, it, selling books will come with that. But really what you want to do is establish a readership who will keep coming back to you again and again every time you release a book. Or okay. will keep coming to you and say, hey, Prue, where's the next book? Right, 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 right. right. Okay, Th- these are, that's good. That's good. Um, okay. All right. So in that case, I'm looking for newsletters that can reach people. So in that case, (laughs) newsletters are really good at selling books or can be very good at selling books. They're not so good at establishing platform. How do you establish platform? You establish platform closer to, 
um, social media. And that makes sense. That does make sense to me because yeah. everything I post on social media has to uh, display who I am. Exactly. It, it, it's a, it's a spirit as opposed to actually uh, a specific book. Right. So okay. doing things like um, taking over another group's page, like we did when we were yeah. selling love gone viral. That Coffee. opens you exactly. Yeah. That opens you up to a whole new audience who had never heard of you before. That establishes your platform. Okay. So page takeovers. What about um well I'm thinking about bloggers, but I guess they come under the concept of newsletters, don't they? No, they don't. Bloggers are also really good because again, once again, you are tapping into somebody else's audience. Okay, so things like a page takeover or romance bloggers, those are things that I can do that cost me psychic energy, but they don't cost me dollars. Exactly, which is really good for those of us who haven't had a wonderful bequest recently. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, that's outstanding. Um, Okay, so actually the woman at at Elle Woods said, are you up for takeovers? And bloggers, and she said something about a blog tour. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. Do you know what that means? Yes. Um, There are some bloggers who all they do is post books. Post, uh, they will post the cover and a book description and sometimes um, an excerpt of the book. And that's all that they do. Every day they post like two or three or four of these. And um, so when you do a blog tour, you get your book posted on 20 to 50 of these blogs that just list books. Well, that sounds like a good idea. That's something I should do. Yeah. Um, it is, again, it's a good way of establishing your platform of getting mm-hmm. your name out there. It is not a great way to sell books. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. But that's not my goal at the moment. That's not my goal at the moment. Okay, blog tours. Yes. I'm writing that. Okay, so um, review newsletters. Yeah, that's yeah. As I'm looking at this, the 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 marketing budget has to cover the cover, mm-hmm. um, possibly social media ads, uh, web hosting, and possible email service provider, mm-hmm. and then maybe eventually. Um, newsletter ads like BookBub. Yes. So it's hard to say what any one budget is. Right. But it, it would be it would be foolish to assume that you could get away with marketing a book for less than 500 bucks. You should have a $500 budget to market a book. Yes. And, and considering that covers a year of social media ads and a year of web hosting, it might cover... That might include marketing for more than one book, depending on how many books you write a year. Yeah. Um, Also, what we haven't talked about yet are Facebook ads and Amazon ads. And also BookBub ads, which are different than BookBub promotional slots. Because at the bottom of every newsletter that BookBub sends out, there are paid advertising that authors can buy. How much does that cost? Uh, it depends because it is based, you can 
choose whether to pay per click or pay per impression. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, we did talk about Facebook, guys. Isn't that my isn't that my account for social media one year of social media posts? No, isn't because you thing? just asked about boosting posts and Facebook <gasps> ads are different. Right. You are so right, boosting. Oh my goodness, there's so much going on. Yes, there is. Okay. Uh, Facebook ads. Go. Tell me what you know. I know relatively little. Facebook ads have always eluded me. Um, <laughs> however, I recently dumped a bunch of money um, into the pocket of Melissa Storm, who owns and or partially owns and runs Novel Publicity, which is a fantastic company for to use for publicity. They run lots of newsletter ads and contests, and they have gazillions of romance readers who go to them regularly to find books to read. Hmm. And so their novel publicity is a great place to market your books if you want to sell books. Um, and then she recently had this deal, um, a new service that they were offering to create Facebook ads and or Amazon ads for authors. And you paid them $400 for, I think, 10 hours or of time, maybe 15 hours of time. Um, and they created images, three images, and they created um, Facebook ads and or Amazon ads, depending on what you were signing up for. Um, I bought, I had them do Facebook ads for me. And they created three Facebook ads and they ran them for a month. So that's including them for a month is included in the 400. No, then I had to pay an additional 150 for the Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. So for one month, they ran these three Facebook ads for me and they managed them. Created and ran them. Created and ran them, which means that they checked on them every single day and tweaked them and made sure that they were doing well. Um, and apparently doing well, they said that they the cost of them was running at 19 cents per click. That seems very good. Which is apparently very good. Um, so they ran these ads for me for a month. And I my sales really went up. And I got a whole mess of new people liking my page, my Facebook page as well. Because every time somebody liked an ad, I got a notification and I went and invited them to like my page. Nice. So. And do you see your newsletter subscriptions go up as a result? Not so much my newsletter subscriptions. I'm not quite sure why I need to advertise. Clearly, I need to advertise my newsletter some more on my Facebook page. But, I mean, I have the, the static post at the top of the page, but clearly yeah. people are not looking at it. Yeah. Um, but I got a lot of new likes on people following my Facebook page and my sales went up. So after the month ended, I Sorry. took the ad that they were running. I put my own image on it and kept it running. Wow. And ran it myself. And my sales are still up. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So 
uh, well, I, I the five fifty sounds like I'm just thinking. For me, I'm like, yep, let's do that. Got it. Five fifty, but it is also a very big number. It is do a big you, number, and I have to say that I have not earned that much money back yet. Yet. Hmm. So it does depend on what the goal is. Sell books, establish platform, get more people to come and see who you are. Yeah. Um, and do you feel the same way about Amazon ads? Amazon ads can are Amazon ads have an advantage in one respect and a disadvantage in another. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The advantage of an Amazon ad is that people go to Amazon to buy something. When you go to Amazon on your computer, you go, you know that it, there's a very good chance that you're going to be spending some money and mm -hmm. you are mentally prepared to do so. Truly. When you go to Facebook, you're going there to see what people are up to. You are not there to spend money. That's true. So getting somebody to click on a Facebook ad to spend money, to take you to Amazon to spend money, is another leap. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you are running Amazon ads, you have already, people are already set. The mindset is already there. They're going to spend money. What's You're the just showing them how to show, how to spend their money. No doubt. What's the disadvantage? The disadvantage is that you cannot put in your own images and you have to be very careful with the copy because the copy they have a lot of rules for what sort of copy you can put in and what words you can put in and words you cannot put in and it, you only have like 35 characters it's ridiculous damn yeah but uh, do they work have you run amazon ads and had a good success with them I have run Amazon ads and not really had very good sex success. Uh -huh. So I'm clearly not doing it right. But I, and I have tried taking some of these free classes on how to do it and it hasn't worked for me, but you know, maybe somebody who really knows what they're doing could set it up and it would work. So interesting. Okay. So there's a lot here. We've got a lot of stuff that go on in the, in the marketing budget. And I've, you know, the, the first one of a cover for $200 was such a nice concrete fact, but now my budget has sort of gone into, well, I don't know, whatever. Right. I have no, I have no full on number, but I do have a better idea of what I can do to help and what I can expect from my promotions lady. Your promotions so, lady, you should also ask her whether she is going to write, send out any news, any press releases, because she should send out a press release to your local newspaper. Oh, that won't do any good, will it? Why not? Really? Yeah. Let all of your friends and neighbors know that you have written a book. They will buy it just out of curiosity. Well, <laughs> we'll see. All right. I'll write down press release too. That's yeah. awesome. All right, my brain is full. The, my, the sponge of my brain is now absolutely saturated. I can't take in anything more. Don't say anything more. <laughs> me, me, and our listener, we're, we're like we, we've had it. We've got enough. Next week, we are talking about beta readers, which I'm really excited about because wow. I have my book is out to six beta readers, and I really want to talk to you before the book comes back about um, 
about what I should expect and how I should handle them and how I found them and whether they're good finds. And I have questions. So, so that's next week. Excellent. All right. All right. Our concluding thoughts are. Have a budgeting, have a firm budgeting goal and market and budget. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, st- I'll stare at this for a while and see if I can come up with a firm budget, but I like the idea that my goal is to establish my platform. Yes. Um, now what we want is for our listener to write in a question. Yes. The listener can go to our website at the writer's block party podcast.com. Yes. Where the listener can write a question or make a comment uh, or leave us a review on Apple. Yes, on right? Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. Uh, look for us every Friday, because that's yes. when we will. And you know what? They can like us on Facebook and Ooh, send like us, us questions Facebook. there. That's a good idea. And then we could boost our posts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Oh, okay. That's right. as much as I, I hate to. I hate to say. I'm finished, but I cannot remember anything more. It's too much information. Thank you, Meredith. Thank you, Prue. Have a wonderful week. I'll talk to you next week. Okay. Bye. That's it for the Writer's Block Party this week. We don't want you getting so drunk on knowledge that you can't drive your laptop safely. But next week we'll be here before you know it, so check out the website at thewritersblockpartypodcast.com. One word. That's where you can find our archive of past podcasts and a place where you can get in touch with Mary and Prue or ask questions for the next podcast. Write with joy, friends, and see you next week. Thank <laughs> you.